Hi there, welcome to episode 97 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. We don't spend a lot of time on PC games on this show, mostly because I don't have that much of a history with the platform. However, there were a few brief years when my family had a pretty nice home computer, and the games I had on the thing were honestly some of the most influential games I've ever played in my life, and that includes the music. Turn on a light switch with a bowling ball, because tonight we listen to the music of The Incredible Machine for MS-DOS. Hello, Matt. Hello, Chris. How are you this evening? I am exponentially better than I have been. Well, that's a... I like that word, exponentially. You're welcome. It's a good one. It's a $10 word there. Yeah, and this $2 place, I apologize. Uh, (laughs) So, I've been sick for like the last like five or six days, like blue, bedridden, just awful, so... I'm, you might be able to hear it in my voice too, so I'll apologize. But uh, I'm just so happy not to have a fever, and so happy just to be upright. So, yeah. well, that, yeah, that's something, right? You asked how I was doing, and my answer was ambulatory, and yeah. you know that's not nothing. That's not nothing. <laughs> that's not nothing. <laughs> All right, so this is a this is going to be a fun episode for me. I'm I'm really stoked for this one. I hope you enjoy this music even a fraction as much as I do because. I don't know how this is going to hit you without a, a layer of uh, nostalgia, or I don't know even know if you have nostalgia for this game. We'll get that. We'll get to that in a bit. Let's get started, Matt. Yes, sir. Hit us with some history. <clears throat> the Incredible Machine was released in 1993 for Mac and MS DOS. Published by Sierra Entertainment, The Incredible Machine went on to spawn a litany of sequels and was even released on the 3DO. The game plays out like a puzzle game. Each stage gives the player an objective to complete and a set of tools to use. You have to place these tools to create a sort of Rube Goldberg machine. For example, a goal could be something as simple as getting a basketball to go through a hoop, but in order to make that happen, you would need to drop a bowling ball on a mouse cage, which then makes the mouse run in its wheel, which turns a conveyor belt which pushes the basketball into the hoop. It's a clever concept that's been imitated over the years, but the PC original is considered a classic for a reason. It hasn't seen an official release in years, but it's currently playable for free via the Internet Archive, which we'll leave a link to in the show notes below. The game's music was composed by a man named Christopher Stevens. He seems to have a rather interesting music career, with several Sony-related projects under his belt, including Siphon Filter 3 and MLB The Show 17. Wow. He also worked on Space Quest V, The Next Mutation, Rise of the Dragon for Sega CD, and most importantly, this is the man who composed the music for the legendary Bubsy 3D. <laughs> Somewhere Dean is crying. <laughs> The music in The Incredible Machine is all broken down by style instead of attempting to fit an overall theme. Each track is a generic take on a specific type of music, like rock, jazz, or classical. The tracks repeat throughout the game, and fortunately, as far as my ears are concerned anyway, they never really got old. Most of these songs were remade for a CD-ROM re-release, complete with a higher quality instrument instrumentation similar to The Secret of Monkey Island, and while they're super nice, the original DOS versions will always be the real tunes to me. So, Matt, do you have any history with this game? I do not. All right. Have you ever even heard of this one before? Um, no, I can't say that I have, and uh, even looking it up, 
um, none of the um, stills and video, none of the stuff is actually ringing a bell. Fascinating. See, now I thought this game, I thought just everybody knew who this game was, but when I, I brought this up on our Discord server, uh, it was like crickets. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody knew uh, what the heck I was talking about. Nobody has any history with this game, and that's a real bummer because... Um, so, like I said in the in the intro, uh, I got a PC. My family got a PC when we were younger. We we, we didn't exactly have money as kids, you know. Mm-hmm. My uh, my mom stayed home with us and worked a part time job, and my dad uh, put himself through school um, while we were younger, and then eventually got a job at the FAA as a, an electrical engineer. And there came a certain point where we just needed to have a PC at home, so we bought. I mean, it seemed to me like top of the line, but I'm sure it wasn't. I don't know anything about what this this computer actually was, but it came with uh, a handful of uh, games on CD-ROM. It came with uh, The Secret of Monkey Island, Ultima Six, The False Prophet, Wing Commander, uh, and then like the you know Compton's Interactive Encyclopedia and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, um, I never really got into Wing Commander. I tried, but it didn't really stick with me. I yeah. tried to get into Ultima Six: The False Prophet, but it also didn't really connect with me. Uh, the Secret of Monkey Island blew my freaking mind. Mm. Uh, but we'll talk about that one when we do that that on the show, uh, which we will definitely get to at some point. Um, and then over the, uh, over time, I eventually came across other PC games that like. My my dad got from friends at work or something like that. They put him on discs, you know, floppy disks, and brought him home. Uh, like you know, I came home one day and my dad was like, "You got to see this," and it was Doom. And I was like, oh. "This is incredible!" Uh, and one of those games was The Incredible Machine. And being somebody who was super into uh, Nintendo games and Super Nintendo games, uh, I had never heard music that sounded quite like this stuff. You know, MS DOS games had a very kind of specific sound to them, you know, like listening to the music in Doom or listening to the music that we're going to be listening to tonight. Uh, they're such different quality instruments than you would ever hear on a home console. Uh, and you know, especially with Secret of Monkey Island, the CD quality sound on that was just like, oh, I'm... <laughs> what? <laughs> this is video game music? This is, this, is am- this is the future right here. It's amazing. So, um, but the music in this game, besides this game just being genuinely addictive and it still absolutely holds up i was playing this with my son maybe just a couple of months ago he was like kind of obsessed with it we'd play it every day uh it's a really clever well-made puzzle game um you just have to figure out how to do these different wacky things and uh the music really stuck with me for a long 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 time uh finding these specific dos versions of the music was something that i only actually came in contact with uh uh, a couple of years ago was when I finally found those. I had found um, the CD-ROM music that was ripped uh, a few years before that when I was you know, tracking down all the video game music that I ever wanted to have regular access to. And while those were all like really nice, it wasn't the ones that I had played obsessively. So uh, finally tracking down the DOS versions of the tracks were a pretty good time and I, I i love this music i still it they still almost always make me smile whenever they come up when i'm randomly listening to my video game music stuff you know any one of these tracks pops up and i'm like yeah this is pretty cool <laughs> it's really really good stuff so um we're gonna be listening to them almost completely in the order that they show up in the game uh like i mentioned before they're all named after the genre of music they are um some of them are better than others uh and i did leave a few I did leave a few out. I cut out the Western theme for time. 
because it's just it's just like slow cowboy movie western music it's really it's it's fine but it's not you know it's not super special and i also cut um the romantic theme because it's also it's it's just not very interesting it's a pretty song and i like it but you know we can't listen to everything uh i had to i had to cut a few things for time because i do eventually want to go to bed and i'm sure matt wants to go home so let's uh <laughs> let, let's get to work shall we we shall awesome so the first track is um uh, we played the title screen music over the intro to the episode, so that's what that's what funky music you guys heard at the at the top. Uh, the first song we're going to listen to is called Euro, and uh, it is. I never really understood it. I don't know. Is this Euro music? I don't. I don't get it. But it's a. It is a. I think it's kind of the perfect level one theme for a game like this because it's very um, kind of like machine worky sounding. If that makes any sense, it'll probably make some sense when you actually listen to the song. So, okay, this is Euro from The Incredible Machine. Enjoy. That's Euro from the Incredible Machine. What'd you think, Matt? Um, it so, uh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's I'm trying to formulate this thought in my head. Okay, so I might have mentioned once or twice, uh, actually in recent memory, to Clint Mansell, who is uh, known mostly for his uh, soundtrack work, especially specifically, um, uh, Requiem for a Dream, which went on to be like, or you know, done orchestrally the two towers um he was in a band that i was really into back in the late 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 90s early early early, early 2000 they did a soundtrack they did a, uh, a couple of songs they did ended up on a soundtrack for a video game called uh reload uh or reloaded yeah yeah i remember 
Okay. Sorry. Load and no, load and reload were the Metallica, Metallica albums. Metallica albums. Was yeah, reload, loaded and reloaded. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Sure. <laughs> anyway, um, before joining the band, because when I found this music for this band called Pop Will Eat Itself, um, I I'm that person that's like. Okay, I don't care if I'm coming in the middle of a career or the end of a career. I'm getting all of it. I'm not going to be like this guy that's like, oh, bandwagon. So it was at the time it was very hard to get their stuff because we still didn't really have the internet the way it was. So ordering like import albums and stuff was very tough. But eventually got my hands on some of the stuff and boy was I very disappointed. A lot of it. Now I I'm, I have a very bad lead in and I don't mean for it to be, but. Some of the stuff before Clint Mansell joined the band, which I later found out was kind of why it stunk, was some the music kind of sounded like what we heard here. So they were a British-based band, and this totally sounds like European kind of dance and techno or uh, late '90s. So you're saying I don't know if it's if it's supposed to sound like Euro techno or whatever, but this totally makes sense for its time. Um, so actually. I know I said all that, and I was like, oh, unfortunately, and blah, blah, blah. They did a really good job of recreating kind of uh, that Euro-techno dance style right there, actually. It really, really did take me right to kind of listening to these older um, synthy, poppy things from that British band. Hmm. So, that was a long way to say, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I, I I like this track quite a bit. It's um, it's it's probably not my favorite uh, in, in that we're gonna listen to. It's but it's it's nice and catchy, and it's got that kind of very machiney like factory kind of sound to it. You know, like it does. It yes, sounds like gears turning somewhere, and I like that quite a bit because that's really kind of what this game is all about. So, yeah, good times. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely agree with you. There's um, it sounds weird, but there's like a level of coldness to it which I think lends itself to the idea of factory gears and conveyor mm-hmm. belts and stuff. Yeah. At least for me. Fair enough. All right, let us move on to funk. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess this song's kind of funky. I like it. <laughs> I, it's not what I think of when I think of the word funk, but I can hear where somebody would think this is funk. So uh, let's go ahead and give it a listen. Here's Funk from The Incredible Machine. Enjoy.
exactly the funk that you would hear on the planet Funkatron with Toe Jam and Earl, but you can definitely, there's a flavor of funk going on there. <laughs> it's certainly a funky bass sound. That's man, a wild You managed bass. to say funk three times in less than ten seconds. That was awesome. Well, you know, I, I practiced all day for this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I dig that one. It's, a, it's also, listening to it in this order is... um. Uh, it's a very good level two, you know, it's a very good follow-up to mm-hmm. the first track, you know, and you know, listening to this is interesting because it's not like the music was designed for specific levels. It kind of plays like an album. So like Euro is a, you're a good starter for like what's happening in the game. But then funk really is a good follow-up to that one of just stylistically different because the stage itself is stylistically different. Um, and it also just kind of gives you a, an idea of how wide the net is uh, as far as the different genres you're going to be listening to. I don't know. I, I like it on a number of levels, but it's a it's a good song. Uh, to what you were saying, that is a funky bass line. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Like I mean, I my normal job is I deal with bands, and you know, a lot of them will play disco and funk, and it's it. It could be like a very, very watered down, distant cousin of funk. Like if you're being a stickler for things, uh, it's a cool little track though. Like um, the lead is is nice and uh, hypnotic. Mm-hmm. Um, I do dig the bass part. Like it, that part's like that's the funky part. But yeah. I don't know if it's the funky part because it's like, damn man, that's funky. Or like mm-hmm. that's that that's funky. What is that? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's more it's more like something that is funk influenced than like what I would consider straight up funk, you know? Like the bass is a weird funky sound, but like there's no organ, there's no like slap bass, you know? It's a, it's not 100% the funk that I was looking for. <clears throat> yeah, there's no um overdriven wah guitar. Yeah, exactly. So all the all the earmarks of a funk track. But those things aside, as just a piece of music to listen to, sure. I rather enjoy it. It's quite yeah, good. Yeah, I'm right with you with that one. So this next track is going to kind of continue that train, because uh, <laughs> this is most definitely not what I think of when I think the words reggae. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I can see how they got here, but <laughs> it is like, Bob Marley, this is not. So uh, <laughs> regardless, I really enjoy the track, so let's give it a listen. Here is reggae. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Well, there you go. There's some, uh, what's that for some reggae, huh? <laughs> I, I think that was closer to reggae than the track was to funk. I would agree. It's definitely closer to reggae than the, that other track is to funk. I think what throws me off most about it is the, the actual instrument they use for that kind of a... That lead? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't really think of a flute sound when I think of reggae that much. No. Uh, I would think more of like something like an organ, but you know, all things considered, you know, it's, it's playing the, the, it's playing the background organ bit on the upbeats and it's, uh, it's got kind of the right drum hits, you know, even if the instrumentation isn't a hundred percent as like, I guess, dirty as I would think reggae drums usually are, uh, it's or big. They put a lot of reverb. Yeah, exactly. They're not, these are not chunky at all. They're just kind of very tappy. But again, I mean, it's it's MS DOS music, you know. It's, and, uh, and we're also comparing, yeah, we're comparing MS DOS to like, you know, Bob Marley and the Whalers, like <laughs> exactly. It's Peter uh, Tosh and stuff. It's it's these are these are nitpicks. Like as a song, I I genuinely Tosh. enjoy no, it. Peter Tosh. Peter Tosh. Oh yes, yes. Sorry, not Daniel Tosh. He's a comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um the, the the I do have to point out. So the the tracks that I had found, I had to kind of mess around with to add um, loops to the end of them. This one, that weird clippy part that doesn't match up, that's not where the loop is. That's just in the track. Uh, the I, I can't really explain where my loop is. Uh, I can't really... I don't know how to put that into words. But that chunk <laughs> where it sounds like that's where the loop is and it's just not looping correctly... That's just part of the song. I don't. I mean, it's it's clearly some sort of loop that didn't work right with them, but uh, that's not where the it's uh, not where the track naturally cuts off. So it's a little weird error in the song itself. But other than that, I really I really take the tune. No, absolutely. Um, it has it has all the the vibes of it. Like um, you know, when your kid comes home and he's made you a turkey out of his hand, and like <laughs> ah, this again. All right, I still love you. It's it's all there, you know. Again, mm-hmm. the, the 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 weird lead is a little weird, um, but otherwise, I think it's a great track. I mean, so far, I I have this uh, sneaking suspicion that a lot of what we're gonna listen to is gonna kind of fall into this um, idea of like almost but not quite. But mm-hmm. that's not necessarily a bad thing either. Like, what's happening is is good. This is good stuff. It is, and it's really, it's really just so perfect for what it's doing. And I, just, I never get tired of listening to this stuff. I just don't get tired of it because every time I hear it, I think back to all the countless hours I spent sitting in my parents' bedroom playing this on the computer over and over and over again, just, just getting, just going through the same puzzles. So even though I knew this, knew the conclusions to them, I never stopped enjoying building them and then watching them play out. And uh, this music is just such an important part of my just mental growth as far as appreciating not just video game music, but music in general. Because um, it's just all these different styles over, over and over and over again. There's no, there's no main through line here. It's just com- there's no main melody that repeats itself. These are just completely different styles one after another. And uh, it's just had this profound effect on me and it's stuck with me all these years. Now, we are going to run into a couple of tracks where the instrumentation is going to be like, wow, that's a little rough, but um, <laughs> I do stand by that the compositions are all just spectacular. So uh, let's keep moving. Yeah. Uh, this is a genre of music that I don't know much about. Oof. Uh, this is Zydeco. Mm. <laughs> 
So let's uh get let's let's give it a listen. Here we go. Enjoy. a little uh little accordion heavy <laughs> that is so not my style of music but for like just a random stage in a game like it's just this weird little party you know <laughs> it's a weird little hoedown <laughs> i just i dig it i don't love listening to this one this isn't one that i listen to very often on its own but it's as part of this soundtrack i really dig it I'm, I'm. How do you feel about it? Because I'm getting some vibes. Picking up on some vibes. Here. All right. I'm gonna tell us a tiny story. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. My love for the New Orleans Saints comes from the very first time I visited New Orleans way back in 2001 or 2002. Excuse me. I just turned 21, and what do you do when you turn 21? You go to Mardi Gras. Now. I remember a lot of that trip surprisingly, as inebriated as I got. But one of the things that really stuck with me is this music called Zydeco. I'd never heard it before before going down there. And Zydeco is very specifically Louisiana. And if you know anything about New Orleans and Louisiana, I, I took a course in college about the history of jazz and like... It, it literally is like, they say New York's a melting pot, and it is, but New Orleans and the Crescent City and the Crescent area, that the Mississippi Delta, whole nine, so much music came from that place because of the Congo, uh, the Congo Square where the slaves were, the slaves came and hung out, um, you know, the French, the Spanish influence, uh, other early settlers and stuff, the natives, it, it just became a whole mess. Uh, what was born... Eventually, over time, out of it was jazz, of course, but this other music called Zydeco, which is just it. Uh, the thing I'll say about Zydeco is it's some of the happiest music on the planet. I can't think of a time that I've heard sad Zydeco, <laughs> and I'd be curious if you guys know any. <laughs> I'd be curious if you knew what Zydeco was. A lot of people don't. Um, that being said. It's the one thing I hate about New Orleans. New Orleans is my favorite city <laughs> in the whole wide world. I love New York City. I was born and raised there. But uh, if given the opportunity, I would move to New Orleans in a heartbeat. And this is the one thing I can totally do without. Oh, man. But I will say this. The track we just listened to is 
enough like Zydeco that it made me kind of go like, uh, but it's enough away from Zydeco to make me go, all right, I could deal with this. Because, <laughs> and I know like other people listen to different genre here, or I should say hear other genres of music. Like I'm sure people lis- listen to someone like Gojira or Slipknot or Metallica and they're like, all their songs sound the same. But of course, Metallica and Slipknot fans are like, no, they're very nuanced and different. You know, and the same thing, you can look at hip hop and opera and so on and so forth. So I'm going to say a very, uh, <laughs> a very ignorant statement. All Zydeco sounds the same. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. It's the same song over and over again. How many people got famous on it is beyond me. So there you go. I may have I may have gotten on a soapbox. I apologize, but it's okay. I like soap. I like boxes. <laughs> yeah. I like boxers. I like Punch Out. <laughs> oh look at that! It comes full circle. Yeah, good times. Okay, well then that's enough Zydeco for one night. Let's move on <laughs> to this like game's it. interpretation of rock. Oh boy. I um uh yeah. This is this this is the track. I think it is. Uh, I I loved this track, and now obviously you know. Being a grown-up and being more familiar with what actual rock music is, like <laughs> uh, it's just a funny statement. <laughs> when I was a kid, this was this was the coolest track of the game, man. This was so cool. I love this song, uh, and I still do. It's a really cool. It's a really cool tune, and it's um I, I also because it's very distorted guitar, and as some you know coming off of you know NES, Sega Genesis, and whatnot, hearing a, a distorted guitar in a video game that was this convincing was uh, really something quite special. True, you know? yeah. Like, we're talking about, I must have been playing this in, like, 94, like, late 93, 94, and uh, there wasn't a lot of really impressive electric guitar sounds coming out of video games. Uh, so this was really something quite different for me. Um, so, anyway, let's let's enjoy. Here is Rock!
Fuck yeah. <laughs> Rock. <laughs> wild stallions. Oh, wild stallions rule. So, I mean, clearly you can understand why as a kid I thought that was like the coolest thing in the world, right? I'm almost 40 and that's the coolest thing in the world. Come on. Right? It's great. I love the, the ridiculous trill, you know, the... Oh. Oh. That lead is so, like... Quit your noodling! <laughs> put the get, put that guitar down! I love it. Uh, it it's, it's just such a fun track, right? It's just... I, I, I'm speechless. I just love it. I, it, it's, I just love it. It's, it puts a big, stupid smile on my face. <laughs> it's just... You know, it's not a masterpiece, but it's so... It, it's uh, Speak for yourself. Uh, it, you, know, it, you know, really, it just it just nails. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to come up with actual words because I really do want to say something about it. It's like it, it. I just get so wrapped up in the way that I feel when I listen to this because right. I re- I think back to the first time I played through this game, and you've you've heard all the songs that we've heard so far, <laughs> and I'm hearing this kind of music come out of a video game for the first time, and then when I get to this. And it starts off like with the, the the trills and the sound like rock, you know, this complete ridiculous '80s power rock thing. But then it kind of continues that '80s power rock feeling by, you know, uh, segueing into the the major chords. And I'm such a huge fan of that kind of stuff. And the part where it does the walk down, the I. I love it. I love it. And then as I, you know, continue to get into to making music myself and learning how to play guitar, thinking about the lead in this song and thinking about how it was clearly written by somebody who has an understanding of how a guitar works. It's not like this was just a bunch of random notes that would be physically impossible for somebody to play. It's like I can see how somebody wrote this because they played it on a guitar first. And I this is one of the earlier instances of me kind of experiencing that of just kind of thinking of where the actual inspiration for a video game song came from and it's it's big thumbs up talk to me i i think um for me i think one of the reasons why i really really enjoy it because okay let's let's be really really honest it's a silly little song and compared again to its um you know adult counterpart it's it's really just a silly little song but what I take away from it is it's as though someone made a rock song, um, but they told them, like, look, you got to be, like, real light about it. You have to be fairly family-friendly about it. This comes across to me as a very innocent rock song. Like, yeah. Like, if, you, if, you gave, if a bunch of, like, little kids had the knowledge and the ability to play like 80s rock this is what they would have come up with (laughs) and again not in a bad way because that's a really I'll agree with you that lead isn't easy you have to be really dexterous if like because again I always think when I hear some of these songs I always think like I want to hear like an actual rock cover of this and I'm Mm -hmm. listening to that lead and I'm like you have to be fairly dexterous to kind of pull that lead off yeah you know that's no small feat so you're absolutely right there was a lot of care and thought into the chord progressions to the lead and stuff I think it's a great track, honestly. Like, I, I giggled, you know, that the lead is ridiculous. Yeah, like, it starts off with the, it yeah. starts off with the trill, you know. And like, oh, all right, sorry, I didn't know we were hitting that hard. <laughs> My bad. Um, <laughs> God, but, there's a track coming up later that I just cannot wait for you to hear. <laughs> oh boy, uh, looking at the looking at the play. Oh, no, no, I'm not gonna look ahead. Um, 
But yeah, I think I think it's a really innocent track, and I think that's why it resonates so well. It's just like, like, oh man, that's that's pretty cute. Like, good job, everybody. Yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. It's it's. I don't want to say kids bop, but you no. know, it's, oh god, what a curse word. Yeah, but but you know, it's not so far removed from from something like that. You're right. It's like it's like family friendly rock. It, it's, it's super like, safe. Yeah, yeah, safe Saturday morning cartoon flavored rock. And yeah, uh, yeah. Well, damn if it doesn't bring just just quite the the biggest smile to my face. <laughs> That's all that matters, man. All right, so let's keep on going to the blues. This next track is called Blues. Um, uh, it is, uh, you know what? It's think more, um, not um, sad blues. Think more upbeat blues, like Blues Brothers kind of stuff. Nice. Uh, m- not quite as uh, horn heavy uh, as as a lot of their 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 kind of stuff, but this one I definitely feel it pulls. It's one of the more impressive blues songs I have heard come out of a video game. Uh, blues flavored things. I am not a blues expert, um, mm-hmm. though my wife actually is. Uh, wow. Yeah, her dad was a blues musician, and uh, she has a pretty, she has a pretty good ear for proper blues. Uh, I don't know what she would think of this song. I've never played it for her. But for me, for my uh, for my level of uh, appreciation and knowledge, I think this uh, for a video a safe video game tune called blues. I think this really uh, hits the hammer on the nail, as they say. So let's uh, give it a listen. Here is blues from the Incredible Machine. Enjoy. <laughs> A, this is another one of those situations where it first starts and you hear the instrumentation and you're like, what? And then as soon as you realize it's a harmonica, it's like, okay, that checks out. <laughs> At least that's how it worked with me. Like, yeah, that's a, okay, that's supposed to be a harmonica and this is pretty cool. This is nice. I dig it. I gotta say that, um, that honestly is fairly proper blues i mean right it's pretty spot on i I think a lot of people tend to think of the blues as being like slow and depressing and you know it's there or it's all and like a lot of it is yeah but there's 
There's places for that, and they exist. But yeah. there's some upbeat blues. Like, go and listen to uh, some Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble. Mm-hmm. Stevie yeah. Ray Vaughan, arguably one of the best blues guitar, modern blues guitars. Um, but that totally checks out as blues, and I actually really dug it. I thought it was actually pretty dang on good. Again, it feels like a safe version of that genre of music. Mm-hmm. It's as though, like, it's like having to explain a style of music to someone for the very first time. Yeah. How do you how do you explain heavy metal to someone? Do you pick a band? Do you pick a song? Do you talk about the genre as a whole? Same thing here. Blues. We're talking about Zydeco a minute ago. Mm-hmm. You know, and I see some of the tracks on the list too. The next one coming up. Like, how do you, you know, how do you do that? This feels like probably the easiest way to say to someone, oh, you've never heard blues before? Well, here's a decent example. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a a textbook example of blues. Yeah. like this is this is the clinical definition of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Which you know, I don't know. It's it's <laughs> kind of a strange thing to say. It almost sounds insulting, but like it, at the same time, yeah, I love the song, man. I love it, and uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I just love it. I, I it it makes me tap my toes. It makes me bop a little bit every time I hear it. It's just like. Because it, it's it's not soulless. It is definitely it has a little bit of soul to it. Not like a lot. No, it's, it's very. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of sterile. It's kind of safe, but it's not so sterile and safe that it doesn't have heart. You know, it's got character. It's got this kind of unique flavor to it, and I, I dig it. I love it. You're not going to the concert. You're not buying the T-shirt. But if it's on the <laughs> radio, you're not changing the channel. You're darn right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to the concert, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're a little different than most of us. That's true. That's true. All right. So uh, one of my favorite things on the planet is salsa. Not necessarily the music, but I yeah, do I love me some salsa. I saw that uh, coming a mile away. Yeah. Uh, I had tacos for lunch. Surprise. Oh, no um, way. So, yes, uh, this this track is called Salsa. And it is a... Uh, it really just definitely fits in the, the motif that we were talking about. This this fits the mold, the descriptions. Uh but it's quality. So here, here's some quality salsa. Enjoy. was salsa talk to me matt tell me your feelings all right so huh where do i begin um that was freaking amazing so (laughs) so at my job we have uh, a latin night where the bands that come in are 99 percent salsa bands so i know what salsa is supposed to sound like (laughs) i've mixed salsa you know what i mean um and this is really like this is clinical salsa like, <laughs> like like everything's in there you got the clave 
Uh-huh. It's in there in, in, in the presence of a cowbell. The cowbell's in there. Uh-huh. You got the electric pianos in there. The the pseudo horns are in there. They even do a, a percussion break for the congas. Like Yep. What? <laughs> it, I saw little like sixteen bit Latinos dancing in my head. It was amazing. <laughs> I wanna make that game now. But anyway, I digress. Um that was really good actually. And I'm gonna I, I will confess. I'm going to say all salsa music sounds the same, so you heard that <laughs> one, you've heard them all, really, but that's not true. Um, yeah, that was that was freaking cool. I love that one. I, I love that one. It's it's like, it's just the right almost level of silly, like yes. when it first starts mm-hmm. off, but it's like, no, nah, man, this is, this is it. <laughs> this is exactly what it's supposed to be. I love it. I'm not I'm I'm not overly acquainted with lots of salsa music. I am not a salsa music expert to the level that you are, my uh, good sir. But, you're, uh, you're throwing that word around. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take it for now, but uh, let's not outside the confines of the show. I am not. But I I can say that I am a I am a big fan of this track, uh, and I'm I'm super glad you liked it because yeah. uh, that puts a big smile on my face. Oh yeah, like how could you not? Right? How can you? How could you not like this song? It's just too fun. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Let me yank a few of these. Sorry, I had a few extra tracks sitting in my track list here. Okay, so the next one we're gonna oh listen to is. Oh God. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Am I crazy? I'm not going out of order, am I? So that's yep. What nope. I've got. Polka. That's yeah. the one. That's what we got. I just want to make sure I didn't accidentally delete a track. Yes, Polka. Weird Al. <laughs> it's, know, yeah, that's all like I all I can come up with. That's all I think of when I think Polka. I like this song too. I like them all. That's why I put them on here. So let's enjoy some Polka. Dig in. <laughs> is kind of inherently goofy you know mm-hmm. but this is one of those songs that like when you really start thinking about it like man the the time signature is bananas on this you know yeah there's a, a lot yeah there's a lot going on here yeah there's 
you know, it's easy to point a finger and laugh at polka music, but you're absolutely right. There's a lot of um, musicality and musicianship that really goes into making this music. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting side note. Uh, for anyone that's a Josh Holm fan, Josh Holm, Queens of the Stone Age, Caius, and um, them Crooked Vultures, I was watching an interview very randomly, and he mentioned that his first guitar lessons, his parents sent him the guitar lessons when he was a kid because he really wanted to, but the only guy that taught guitar where they lived in this like podunk town was a guitarist for a polka band. Hmm. So his first few years learning guitar were in polka style and if you are a fan of queens of stone age and them crooked vultures and stuff i think you can hear some of those themes in some of the the things he plays (laughs) but uh i don't know i thought that was very interesting and because when the hell else are we ever going to talk about polka on this show right (laughs) it was the the right time to bring it up it doesn't come up a lot (laughs) no i can't say it does but I will say that this is a song that, uh, again, always makes me smile, brings a smile to my face. It is. It's I, just the right kind a, of goofy, you know? But it's, it's yeah, it's the right kind of goofy. But it's also, when you think about it, like, it's a little bit more than just kind of goofy. It's actually a really interesting chunk of music, but it does all. It also just happens to be goofy, which, you know, that's, that's Weird Al in a nutshell for you right I was, there. I was going to say, I think most Americans... Um, who are not of this lineage, who's like, you know, a generation before them, you know, they don't have that kind of Mm -hmm. connection to it. I think for most, that's Weird Al is their connection to Polka, and he has done it in such a way that it's humorous, you know, so I I feel like, like how most people's first um, introduction or indoctrination into jazz is through like Tom and Jerry and Mary Melody's um, cartoons and Walt Disney to some extent. Um, you know, you're like, oh, the cartoon music. It's like, yes, but, you know, these guys work really, really hard and they make on the, you know what I'm saying? You can't tell a kid otherwise, but as adults, you know, you have a deeper appreciation for mm-hmm. what goes into it. And this is no different, honestly. All right. Uh, this one I don't understand at all. Uh, it's a great tune, but it's called Cruise. I have seen it spelled as both like a cruise ship and C R U Z. Uh, it's not a type of music I'm familiar with at all. I do think it's a really cool tune, um, but I don't know what this v- variety of music is. I do. I am unfamiliar with this as a genre of music. So, I don't know. If you are uh, familiar with what the heck this is, please let us know. In the meantime, enjoy a great tune called Cruise. <laughs> Thank you. 
Cruz. I to me it just sounds like chill music, like California chill. Maybe they're thinking of like like you'd be on the you know one of those um, roads that wraps around these mountains that you can see out into the Pacific, and like the sun mm. is setting, and your, your hair's blowing in the wind, or what you know what I'm saying? Like this, it's really like chill cruising type of thing. It's the only thing yeah, I can yeah. think of. That's what it, I, early. I should say that's what it conjures inside of me. That make that makes sense. You know that definitely checks out. I. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else. I completely agree. I think more of like maybe chilling on a boat somewhere. Ooh. Maybe that's just because of the whole cruise aspect of it that just has that Fair. stuck in my head. But um, maybe they were trying for some yacht rock. <laughs> Is yacht rock a thing? Are you serious? Uh, no, I totally know what you're talking what? about. Are you, what? You don't know what Yacht Rock is. Oh, yacht my God. Yacht Rock is a thing? Yes, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do, oh, we are going to have some fun. <laughs> and by fun, I use air quotes. Yacht Rock is something else, man. Yacht Rock was big. It was literally big for like a year in the 80s. Um, oh, man. Christopher Cross was like the king of Yacht Rock. Wow. All right. Well, that, we're going to get way the hell off topic here. <laughs> okay. Let's let's keep going. Ooh, yeah, let's keep let's rock. get going. Oh so, my God. Yacht rock. Oh. <laughs> oh man! All right, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> Go ahead. So, cruise. It's a nice song. I I like it. I don't have a ton to say about that one. Like I, it it's not one of the ones that left a huge impression on me. Um, but it's just one of those ones that every time it comes on, I'm like, this is nice. I, I dig this. It's it's got a real good groove to it. It's it's cool. Yeah, it's like, again, uh, everything I kind of said before, like, you know, cruising, like the hair blowing, it's like real chill. Yeah. It's, it's definitely that. I, I dug I dug it a lot. Like, And again, especially for video game music, uh, also sight unseen, really no experience with the game whatsoever. I could almost put that on anything that's happening and I'd be okay with it, video game-wise, of course. Yeah. It's music to wear aviators to. Yes. <laughs> Top Gun style. Yeah. All right, so this next one is also um, uh, probably more chill than you would think based on the name of it. Uh, this is Rock 2. So this mm. is a, 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 a different take on rock music. Uh, this is a, a more kind of a chill rock song, and I, I love this song. Um, this is one of those songs that kind of um, gets stuck in my head a lot So uh, and, and <laughs> has for a very, very long time. So enjoy it. Here is Rock 2 from The Incredible Machine. Thank you. 
that freaking song man <laughs> i love that song that was a good one honestly and you, yeah I, I didn't expect that at all who could expect it yeah when, <laughs> really when you think it's when you think it's called I mean, it was one of those things where when i downloaded the soundtrack and saw that it was called rock 2 i was like huh i don't mean i don't know what i would have called it but rock 2 is definitely not what i had and would have had in mind uh but i like it and it does kind of fit you know it's just a different kind of rock music and it's it's got a really cool drum. It's got a really cool bass line. Like mm-hmm. we always talk about on the show, how much we love mm-hmm. the bass line. I really like the bass line in this one, but the the kind of do 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 like that's a really kind of unexpected chunk of notes right there. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, like a real unassuming piece of music that I can very easily see how it could have been stuck in your head for over twenty five years. Um, <laughs> let me see. The, the lead, as you mentioned, uh, very unexpected, but it works real well. It's like a real, another kind of low-key chill piece of music that, again, I could totally see. Like, I'm looking at screenshots of the game, and um, I could see how, like, you'd kind of be there for a little while trying to figure out how to um, accomplish whatever task it is they put in front of you. Mm-hmm. So the music would have to be some, at least for me, the music would have to be something that didn't drive me up a wall. And so far, all this music has been pretty uh, pretty good about me not really thinking about it. Because I, I notice, like, once once I start to think about the background music uh, in any way other than, like, this is really good, it takes me away from the game, and I'm, now I'm separated, and, and I think, like, mm, I don't know how I feel about all the, this whole experience anymore. But, um... Yeah, so far so good. That was definitely a really good one too. Well, we're we don't have a whole lot left. Oh. Ah, sorry. Only uh only a couple more tracks, but uh they're 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 pretty killer. This next one is totally for you, Matt. I can't wait to hear your thoughts I know. on this one. I'm looking at the name. <laughs> so this one is called Metal. Oh boy. <laughs> and Knowing what you now know about the musical capabilities of <laughs> what this is uh, able to produce, uh-huh. um, I'm going to ask you to forgive the instrumentation because <laughs> <laughs> it's a it, it is borderline messy, but okay. I do think it is a pretty rad song. So, uh, oh boy, let, let's listen to it. Here is metal from the Incredible Machine. Enjoy. As our resident metal expert, give us your your diagnosis. Oh, boy. Um, Okay. 
like all jokes aside, that was a metal track actually. If you listen to what they were um, attempting to achieve, apart from the silly solo, if you really strip that away and you just kind of listen to the, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's that's like a metal track. Like um, yeah, okay, instrumentation wasn't the best, but you know, as you said, you know, what can you really expect? Um, but like, I think I like it more than I should because I think I appreciate. Like they're trying, you know. He was he put himself out there. Was like, this is a metal track. Like, what else could it possibly be? And like, he he went for it. You know what I mean? Like, I almost give him an A for effort, but like, <laughs> but that makes it almost sound like I'm being condescending towards the music, and I'm not. Like, I no, actually, because you, I we we've heard it happen on this show before, where there's been just like, yeah, this is attempts at heavy metal, and it's right. It's like this doesn't sound like they're trying to make heavy metal it just sounds like they're trying to make heavy metal work with what they have yes i just think it is i think it's genuinely metal music and you're right like the whole the the whole chord progression of the you know just the like that i don't know it fits to me like they they threw in the palm muting and 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 the riffage like it's there man it's metal track i don't care what you say okay so it's yeah, all right. So it sounds like this, and it came out of a video game or whatever. But just like you said, they they did the best with what they had, and I think they did a fantastic job. I am glad you enjoyed it, sir. <laughs> and yes, I chuckled because um, I have this really bad habit that when I get genuinely excited for something, I don't know how to express myself, so I laugh. So people don't know how to take me so i tend to laugh at things that i find exciting so i may have laughed at this but i it's because it's exciting well i mean there is also i i I totally get that and i don't think that's a it's it's not a a wrong reaction because there is almost something it's it's surprising you know because you first start hearing it and you're like wow that is abrasive (laughs) yeah 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 like doing those like what is it, like 16th notes or whatever uh, is like that's kind of abrasive but then mm-hmm. you just it starts to come together the second you actually get used to the instruments that mm-hmm. are playing you're like yeah okay okay sure let's do it <laughs> yeah 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 exactly like alright I'm on board where's yeah. this going you sold me I'll, I'll, I'll take me. it I'll, I'll have one of those you know yeah. <laughs> so yeah I mean like good on them that's cool. I, I dug that track. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you did. That was I was really looking forward to you hearing <laughs> that specific track. You know. Ah uh, oh boy. All right. Well, this is a we're, we're we've made it to the end here. This is the last track we're going to be discussing tonight, and it is it's probably my favorite one, which is a weird thing to say. Um, this is the one that got stuck in my head more than anything else in this in this entire game. This is the one that I'll just find myself just humming at random intervals all the time i i I find it just relentlessly catchy uh the track is called fusion um i don't know specifically what kind of fusion they're referring to here uh and honestly i don't care this is just a catchy catchy piece of music and i love it it's a it's it's pure joy so here we go let's give it a listen here's fusion enjoy Thank you. 
Right? That's just super catchy. I've, I can't even tell you how many times just find myself listening to that tune in I'm my cur- head. I'm curious. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, uh, sure. Uh, I, I'm curious if it's supposed to be like uh, jazz fusion. Like, I mean, um, I, I guess it, that would be my, my best guess. It feels like it's trying to be like a, a modern uh, jazz kind of thing. Um, not in a bad way either. I was that was a really good tune. Like I wasn't kidding. That's ultra catchy. Uh, so oh, I can yeah. totally see how that gets stuck in your head very quickly. Actually, mm-hmm. I just heard it for the first time now. Two minutes of it, it's in my head. I'm thinking about it right now. Love it, love it. I love it so much. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like I can't th- honestly. <laughs> I mean, even the Zydeco song didn't bring a tear to my eye. So I can't imagine <laughs> the soundtrack, you know, being sad. Ah, sigh. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. That's that's kind of all I've got. Uh, I wish I had more to say about this one, you know, just because I, I said it was just probably my favorite track on and the entire soundtrack. But ah, sometimes you don't have to overthink it. It's your yeah, favorite, it's and just, that's it. Yeah, and you're gonna I'll have be to thinking deal about with it all that long. <laughs> well, while you're awake, at least. Yeah. No, it'll probably be playing in my dreams. <laughs> that's uh, okay. My head's a weird place. I didn't want to say anything. So what do you think, Matt? Final thoughts? The Incredible Machine. Yay or uh, nay? What's a way yay? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. And I hope everyone listening at home uh, enjoyed this too, because I love this stupid game. I love it so much. And I, I, don't, I shouldn't say stupid game. It's a very smart game. It's an incredibly smart game. And like I said, I'm going to leave a link to the... Um, uh, you can play it on the Internet Archive. Uh, there's the DOS version, even the CD-ROM version. I think you can find on it, and and all of its sequels, the even more Incredible Machine, the Incredible Machine Two, like those, those can, are all on the Internet Archive. But pl- just just give it a try. Give it a quick try. It's playable in your freaking browser now. Like it's yeah. it's nothing, and uh, it's just it's just a, a wonderful piece of '90s PC gaming that uh, is one of the most influential games I've ever played. It and it's something that I, I constantly want to be ported to other platforms and it just kind of isn't so yeah anyways that was a hoot that was 
That was awesome. I um I found the link and uh, I was part of me was very tempted while we were listening to the music to start playing it, but I'm definitely gonna be playing like once we get done here. I'm gonna play at least a level or two. Oh yeah, definitely do it. Like it'll. I might even do the same thing, even though it's late and I should get back to to doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But sleeping, sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that's what I should be doing. But it's it's so hard to to put this game down. It's so fun and so clever and. I never did, like, actually finish it. Like, I always kind of got to a certain point where I got stuck and just didn't go any further. But anyways, uh, I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. In a little bow. Uh, so that's going to be our show. Join us next time when uh, we're going to be heading back to the Nintendo Entertainment System to listen to the first game in a franchise that we have yet to actually hit on this show, I think, at all, even in our specials. I can't think of any that we have. We're going to be listening to the music of the original Contra for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Here we go. Classic Konami goodness. And Mm -hmm. I know the arcade version is technically the original, but come on. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, what are you doing? Come on. who played the arcade game first, really? Yeah. I think very few people did. The NES game is the first Contra as far as I'm concerned. Same. So um, I'm, I'm pumped for it. Uh, so Matt and I had a little conversation earlier. A couple of folks have been asking us for, you know, what are we going to do for episode 100? Because we want to do something uh, pretty special for it. And um, uh, so so we, we kind of tried to fill in the gaps of like, well, what are we going to listen to before we get to episode 100? And... So, like, the lead-up to 100 is, uh, you know, Contra, I think, is a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the episode we have planned after that is kind of a... It's a little... It's going to be a different kind of soundtrack than what we usually listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's tying into a release that's happening around that time. Um, uh, for, for a little hint there. And then for episode 100, I don't really know how to how to hint it because I, I said we'd give like a hint of what it is and like I don't want to build I, it up I, too much right all, all I could say is there's a lost art that people used to have in the 80s and the 90s um the lost art of the mixtape I miss that a lot I miss that too yeah I don't know I'm sorry what were we talking about I, it beats me <laughs> alright well whatever but then, it wasn't important uh, we do have five look forward to episode 100 i think i mean it's i don't think it's gonna blow the doors off of anything other than just uh, we're just gonna have a lot of fun uh and and i do something if i may i will say this for everyone that has a request for episode 100 and we hear you we see them we've been interacting on our um discord channel which if you haven't joined please do so mm-hmm. um but i will say that chris and i we take our requests very seriously. We take them so serious that you should write them on the back of $100 bills and send them directly to Chris <laughs> and myself. So, you know, just saying. That's I all. can also say this, that we then planned the next three episodes we after did. 100. Mm-hmm. And we think that there are some I'm, people I'm that are for those. going to be very specifically happy for, yes. for those episodes. So uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Go for, go with our, our usual spiel here. Um, let's do it. As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the games we discussed here today, uh, if you have any. <laughs> and you can do so <laughs> on the Waveback Forum page over on Facebook. Just search for Waveback on Facebook. You'll find more information on our next games. It was also a nice, convenient place to talk about them, uh, as well as our Discord channel, which we launched. Um, and we've been having a lot of fun on there. There's Absolutely. been some pre- pretty great conversations. It's nice and active. 
Uh, of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at And while you're at it, check out all our social media links, uh, channels, which you can totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekate.com. So, as far as I know, The Incredible Machine doesn't have, like, an ending tune. Uh, so I decided that uh, we should just go out on classical. It it's works. A, it's a generic classical <laughs> music piece. Like, And when I say classical, I don't mean, like, uh, um, like strings and stuff. I mean, this is, like, a harpsichord kind of kind of music. Uh, but it's a, it, it's a gosh darn delight. And I think it's a, a fun way to, to leave us off. So enjoy Classical from The Incredible Machine. Uh, follow the link. Give the game a try. Let me know what you think. And I'll talk to you all on our uh, various social media channels. And we'll see you next week for some Contra. Good night.